you know, we didn't meet our goal at all, but we did better than we did the year before. And I think that's the kind of thing that I actually look for because this is the long game. You know, this, what do we do really well this time? What can we do better? How can we build on this? How can we let more people know about it? Like that kind of thing. I, I really think of it as like a team effort, not just for us, but for the other organizations involved. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nonprofit Marketing with Purpose. Today, I have a special guest with me. I have Kelsey Hammond with the Columbia Art League, and you guys are one of our Como Gives participants from 2020 and again this year. Have you like been doing it for a while or like how new are you to it? I, you I know, I, I, yeah, I took over the job here in 2019. So it's possible that it happened before that. But I think 2019, I was like, okay, Como Gives. Let me, like one of the first meetings I did as the new executive director was to go to the meeting at, you know, City Hall and like sit in the room and have you guys talk to us about what you're doing. And I was like, I'm in, let me, okay, yeah, this sounds great. So you are not the only person who said that. I've had like multiple people be like, my first thing I did as the new, like fill in the blank was go to the Como Gives meeting. So I'm like, hey, glad we have them. (laughs) Exactly. No, absolutely. Yes. So for those of you guys who don't know what Como Gives is, um, Como Gives is our community. So Columbia, Missouri's year end online giving campaign. We are powered through the Community Foundation of Central Missouri. And my role is as the marketer and the trainer and the website provider and like tier two tech support, right? So, well, not just <laughs> my role, but the role of my team. That's what MayCreate does for Como Gives. So we, we think of it as ours, like it's our baby. Um, last year, we helped 142 of our local nonprofits raise over $1.6 million collectively. <laughs> I know, so <laughs> incredible. And we also took our year-end training online last year and like extended it to everybody. So that was exciting too. Whoop, whoop. Um, so I invited Kelsey here today because I, my goal is to provide my nonprofit friends with a series of interviews that can help inspire them in their year-end giving campaigns. <laughs> um, because there's some people who've never done a year-end giving campaign before. There's some people who've been doing it year after year. And there's some people who are like, they're, they're just, I hear it from them that they're, they're a little scared. Right. And so (laughs) I've invited people, not my highest earners from Como Gives, but people who've earned like a really realistic amount of donations and are all kinds of different organizations. Uh, So that way, maybe you can find a connection in one of these stories and use some of their ideas to power your year end giving campaigns. So with that, um, Kelsey, why don't you tell everybody about yourself and your organization (laughs) and the stuff, you know, that. Yeah, the stuff, I got you, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, the Columbia Art League has been in the in Columbia since 1959. Um, so we are a very well-established arts organization and it has morphed and changed over the years as things do, of course. Um, and as there was need, as many nonprofits do, we find a way to sort of help fill that need. So um, <clears throat> I would say the main thing that we do is we are arts based. So we are absolutely about providing a great art experience for both people who want to make art, but also people who are interested in looking at art or understand that the cultural value of art in a community helps you want to stay in that community, you know, so it really kind of gives you the pulse of what's going on. Um, so with that, that, what that means is that we offer classes for kids and adults. I like to say that we serve ages five to 105 plus at any level, wherever you are in your artistic journey, we can help you out. Um, we have galleries where you can come and see local artists um, put up shows. We've got a small gallery that's like a small cohesive you know one show for one person or maybe two people working out an idea and then we have our group gallery space which is a theme that we throw out to the public and we say go at it make something up you know here's your idea and jump off of this and see what see what you want to do um and so like currently we have what we call lovingly called the food show so it's all artwork based on food um so and that's just like a funny delightful show and, and basically we just really want people to come in off the street and go what is in here oh my gosh look at this cool stuff um and we provide a space for artists to sell their work so all of those things it's a great place to bring a date you know whatever yeah. now that you could do that sort of again <laughs> in person um so yeah so the art league has had um a long history here in the community and we are uh as every art community and every art institution always faced with the age old question of, well, how do you pay for stuff? You know, how do you, how do you do these things? How do you make your art, your outreach program go? Um, how do you fund those things? And so we're always looking for pockets of places where we can kind of tack, you know, tack something on or meet a new person or, or participate in something like Como Gifts. Now, how big is your organization? Like how, how many staff members do you have? How, or are you, do you run a lot with volunteers? I think it's more staff, but tell everybody about that. So right now we have two full-time staff and two part-time paid staff. Um, and then normally in a normal year, we have, a, we have a lot of volunteer help who sit at our desk in the gallery. So they're like our first contact person um, and can answer questions and that kind of thing. We have a lot of volunteers, of course, with Art in the Park, which is our sort of big event that we do every summer. Um, and you know, we hire teachers. We really believe in like making artists able to live as artists. Yeah. So we, we pay artists to teach classes. We, um, pay them when they sell their work. So we do, we really do what we can to foster that career choice and option for people. So, um, so when we are hiring people, it's usually other artists to help fill in some of the things so that we're not doing all of that, but yeah, it's just two people and we have a really great board who are active. So they, they do a lot of work too, which is great. I can empathize with the starving artist. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, when I started May Create, I was also making a lot of jewelry and selling it at the time. And finally, I like broke out a spreadsheet and I was like, so I can charge this much to build websites or I can make this much per pair of earrings. Yeah. So now I just make my own earrings right. and exactly. <laughs> give them away and for you know, Christmas presents. And I yeah, always find yeah, a new craft, yeah. but I'm like, right. I wish I could make a living making right. a poxy covered glitter tumblers. Right, exactly. I know. What, and it's, what's great is that some people do, right? And they know how to make a website and they know how to open up. Like I, I always think of it as like rain barrels 
you put on all these rain barrels and then as soon as it rains in whatever area you collect those raindrops and that's the money you you brought in from that thing so as all artists and this is very true for nonprofit businesses as well is that you are just trying to connect with tons of people to like talk to them about what you do and you're a problem solver so that really actually fits into Como Gives I think a lot of like well, what problem am I trying to solve and how can I solve that? How can I talk to whichever community and really show them what I do, you know, whether that's making art or whether it's supporting artists or whatever. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I kind of like don't believe in starving artists because most artists are just working their butts off. You know what I mean? They're only yeah. starving if they're like snacking on their way to their next thing that they're doing. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so last year, one of the things I was telling you before we came on air, you want to call it on air? I don't know. Yeah. Is, yeah, um, is that I think it's cool. You're one of the organizations that I'm interviewing that didn't reach their full goal. You came really close to it for your year-end giving campaign, but, I, but you guys were still excited. Like you were excited with what you did. So tell us... Yeah. Um, Tell us how much money you raised and maybe even tell us what you did with it. If you like know yeah. offhand, that's cool. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, so I have to say the first year that the, that first year when I just kind of was like, I'm here, tell me what, I don't know. Um, I just set a goal for, I think I set a goal for like 25,000 or something. I was like, let's just see, because I think honestly, before the person before me just kind of turned it on, whatever that means. Like they just kind of clicked the button and filled out the information and then kind of didn't do a lot you know, no shade to them. They're doing lots of other stuff and they kind of didn't, you know, they're like, let's see how this goes. So I was like, okay, let's do a thing. Let's get involved. Maybe 25,000. That seems like a good goal. And of course we made, I think we made 9,000, was it 9,636? Anyway, it was something like that. And, um, which to me is like, that's awesome. What? Like, that seems like great because the year before, I think they made like 1300 or something like that. So I was like pumped, you know, I was like, yeah, this is great. So it wasn't even necessarily the goal that we, you know, we didn't meet our goal at all, but we did better than we did the year before. And I think that's the kind of thing that I actually look for because this is the long game, you know, this, again, this organization has been around before me and it will be here after me, you know, I, I believe. And so we don't, yeah, we don't, I'm not looking at it necessarily like I made $50,000 from this campaign. I'm really looking like, well, what do we do really well this time? What can we do better? How can we build on this? How can we let more people know about it? Like that kind of thing. I, I really think of it as like a team effort, not just for us, but for the other organizations involved. Mm-hmm. The more we shout out other people, the more people go to it, the more, you know, you can see that it's a connection point between organizations and it's not even just about how I'm doing it of course includes Mosey. It includes all of the other folks around us, you know? So, um, so our goal this year was, I think 15,000 and we made $11,122, which I'm pretty stoked about because that's more than we made last year. Like, yeah, that just is so great. So I think for this year, I'm like, do I make it 15,000 again and really try to hit that goal? Or do I raise it like 1650 like are you know 16,524 like do I make it random I don't know let's see <laughs> it would be kind of funny to make it random I, I hear know people, people like, like the like really specific numbers I um so I always try to be really specific in my advertising when I talk about numbers yeah but I yeah. love the illustration that you just drew for people how you started out at 9,000 and then you were at you know 11,000 mm-hmm. and it's like yes so I have a lot of people tell me that they're just going to try this 
this one time and they'll see if it worked at the end. It's like, well, I mean, sort of. Right. <laughs> if <laughs> if you of. just turn it on, you might make a thousand bucks. Like yeah. that's great. Like that's absolutely great. Yeah. Send out one email. You're probably going to make that thousand bucks. Yeah. You're, or people when they're poking around, they'll see you and go, oh, that sounds good. I like dogs or, or I like art. And then they might, you know, give you 50 bucks or something. And that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you do a little more effort on the, on your end, you really can't, it does pay out. I mean, it really does. Yeah. So, and people are excited by what you're doing and what you're talking about. So, yeah. So you ask the every year, you. you know, like yeah. every year your audience understands more about what you're doing with your year end giving campaign and they are educated from last year. You just, now you need to remind them and find more people for this year and keep growing. Like everybody yep. starts at a spot, you know, and then it will grow over time. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of, um, for nonprofits, especially there's so many ideas that go around. And again, we have these amazing boards, hopefully that are helping us with idea, you know, how to do these things. We have volunteers who are coming up with things and, and there's kind of like the scope creep (laughs) tends to get in there where all of a sudden you're like, are we doing this like hot dog fundraiser for something that I don't even know what's going on? You know, like, like how, where have we deviated from what our mission is here? So I think like, really thinking about like what your mission is and, and playing to your strengths and all that stuff. It doesn't have to be a dog and pony show. I think, well, unless it's dog and ponies that you're working with, but anyway, but you know, or it can't, yeah. But I mean, you can do, you can do things that are simple and really effective that are meaningful too, that people can see that you are truly like walking your mission, you know? So also dog and pony shows are fun. So if you have the time and energy, I say go for it. (laughs) Get a volunteer who's really excited. (laughs) I do agree. Like I did um, over 2020 when we did our online events boot camp, I did Mm -hmm. a lot of consulting sessions after that. And some people came in with ideas that were really in line with their mission and others, they were like way over to the side, right? Like didn't cross yet. And we would get ourselves centered up and like, be like, okay, this is good. It it like coincides with our mission. This is going to be a good event. But then even as like, you just talked about scope creep, even within one event, we would find ourselves like spiraling out of control and eventually like (laughs) be doing animal costume contests, you know, um, uh, educational foundation. And we're like, um, this does not connect. We found ways that we could connect them, right? Like having people wear costumes as their favorite teacher, but like, like, I'm like, how did we get to dog costume contests from here? (laughs) Yeah. I did a whole episode about it because I was like, wow. And it's so easy to do because you get excited and you start like, you know, wrapping your like emotions around this decision, (laughs) this idea. And yeah. Then we just got to go, but that's why it's so important to have a goal too. You know, like yeah, you got to right, go back right, right, and, right. Yep. and check. Um, Absolutely. so we talked about how many years that you'd been doing a, ha, do you know if you did a year end giving campaign before you did Como gives? I'm sure that we must have. I mean, the director before me who was here for a long time was so good, so great and brought Cal to whole new levels. So the club yard league. So like, I think that she probably, she must have done something, um, but I don't know exactly. I haven't dug into all of that resources. We're like swimming to keep everything going. But um, but for me, I've just, this is what we do at the end of the year. Like I don't have a separate giving campaign for the end of the year. This is what we do. Um, and so it's built into our budget. Um, I, I, you know, 
I, at this point, I think I can safely say, hopefully, that we can count on, you know, $10,000 being the, the part of the budget that we can hopefully count on. And that, again, means that we have to put in that much effort to make that happen. Um, again, more education for people to know that that's a great way to, to donate. People will still give us money through our website. They'll still do their own end of year giving however they want to. And that's totally fine. Um, and what I found is the people who are giving through Como Gives, a lot of them are people I don't know. So a lot of them are new people for us that we just haven't, um, haven't been connected with. So, so that's exciting that it, that helps you yeah. meet people. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, because there are some people who run their year-end giving campaigns and that is like a huge staple. Like it is a lot of the funds that their organization needs for the whole year. And I think right. what I'm hearing from you is that it is part of your fundraising plan and part of your budget, but it's not like yes. the biggest thing that you do. So just right. so everybody knows, like your year in giving campaign does not have to be the cornerstone of the fundraising for your organization. But I really right. do think that not leaning into it a little bit and putting a little bit of energy behind it is, I mean, it's, I say not, leaning into it and putting a little bit of energy behind yeah. it is a great decision for your organization, yeah. especially yeah. if you have all these resources at your disposal. Yeah, like, yeah. My Como Gives friends have like email templates and they have like, <laughs> I know, they exactly. have social media templates. I'm like, hey yeah. guys, just use the things, copy yeah. I mean, and paste and fill and in I the blanks. Th I think that's how you all have made it so like easy for us to participate too, because I mean, honestly, like, if you are not even familiar with anything, getting another thing that you're like, oh, use this thing that's helpful. And you go, okay, I got to learn how to use this helpful thing. Hold on a second. <laughs> just, just literally copy and paste and change the pertinent details because just try it, you know, see, see what happens. If you have any, get any return on that investment, like at all, then you can go, oh, that, okay. Oh, that worked. And then you can go, okay, well, how can I change it a little bit more? Oh, oh, there's another one I can try. Let me try this one. You know, I think that it is baby steps and that, that that's okay. And I think that sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. And again, it's like the end of the year, I have to count on this $25,000 that we've never gotten this much money before yeah. in one thing. I don't need this time. You know, it's like, don't, that kind of pressure on yourself to like achieve that goal is is fine, but I'm not that, I'm not that guy, you know, like I think that baby steps are great. Knowing what we can do better next time is great. Being so proud of our accomplishments when they happen is awesome. I had so much more board participation this year than I did last year because we'd done it and they saw the results and they were like, oh, okay. And so next year I, or this year, I'm thinking I'm going to have even more, you know, that they're going to really think about, oh, how could I do something to help out in this way? You know, mm -hmm. and that's really cool. Yes. So you said that you had a lot of fun deciding like what you were going to do to promote the campaign and kind of like doing the planning stuff around it. So tell us about that. Like, how did you decide on your plan for last year's campaign? So we, <clears throat> the first thing I knew I wanted to do was I was like, I, I love having some kind of thermometer, you know, like having like where we are, because that just like personally motivates me. We're creative people. So obviously we should do something like that. Um, and so I was like, well, it's, you know, we're sometimes we're at home, sometimes we're at work, we're figuring out how to live this hybrid life here. Let me do something that's really simple. Thermometer. 
A thermometer, yeah, yeah. So like some, <laughs> like some I thermometers. Want, wait, I want to do that in my urine giving yeah, you should. Like, I'm doing the thermometer. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thermometer. So, um, but I wanted to make it more creative than just a thermometer, right? Yeah. And um, you can cut this out later if you need to. But the the women's center at Mizzou for vagina monologues would draw a vagina and they would like if they how much money they raised for women's health and women's and the true north shelter they would just fill <laughs> fill it in and it was great anyway the point is <laughs> so what i came up with it's a little more creative than just drawing a thermometer is basically doing like a cow whatever you know like this and then it was a watercolor and i would just record myself watercoloring in the different like i figured out sort of the math behind it like how much would have to get filled in so that was so fun because then it utilized not only a creative way to show what, what, where our funding goal is and how far we are, but also in like involved Instagram and reels and all of the things you can do with social media. That's fun. You know? So I think that that's like a, there are creative ways to kind of get yourself into the mindset. And for whatever reason, for me, it's like, filling in like a CAL with watercolor is so motivating. Like, Oh my gosh, look, I can get the A. I can get the A. Let me just keep going. Let me keep going. So I think that's kind of a fun thing to do on the, at the beginning of like, well, how are we going to recognize our own efforts to show people how excited we are? It could be something simple like a thermometer, you know? Um, or if somebody comes in and you know, they gave to Como gives, you can have them fill in a little bit of their, you know, section or something like that. Like yeah. there's a way to make it also an in-person thing or, or showing it online or whatever. But anyway, so that was like a fun thing that I did. So that kind of then made me think about like, well, who is our Instagram audience? You know, they might be younger. So what can we do to kind of get them involved? And then um, on Facebook, we have a slightly older group of people who are, who are looking at that. So will we do the same content or will we change it up a little bit? And I just kind of thought about those things and I ended up just kind of doing the same the same content because it felt relatable for all age groups, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, so we, so we thought about that, how it would look. And then I thought about, okay, well, how will I talk to my board members? Like, let me really practice the pitch on them because I have to have them bought in, right? They're the ones who are going to help come up with ideas and do peer to peer campaigns and stuff. So, um, I just really early started talking to them. Like I've been talking about Como gives in my board reports, pretty much all year, just like, Hey, come on, gives, don't forget. Um, and then I have, I send them exactly what they can post on Facebook for like, I'm doing this Como gives thing. Here's my idea, whatever. Um, and it feels like, I think that might feel daunting or like a lot of work on your end, but once you get kind of a template down and you send it to everybody, they're sending it to their people. So it's not like it's going to feel repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's just a couple things that I did to really utilize my people in a really strategic way. And then they did a great job. You know, they did a great job. And then I kept coming up with new ones and I was like, oh, I could add this one too. So then I was doing all of this crazy stuff for my own peer to peers and like, anyway, but somehow it's just started with that simple thermometer that really to me was like, how can we get all of these little puzzle pieces together that will show us this larger picture of, oh, maybe we should do a thermometer that's a puzzle. Anyway, so like, you know, what are the things that we can do that will make it feel exciting and fun and, and not so like the world depends on us making this money, you know, like, but it's more about reminding people why you like us because we do fun stuff, you know, so anyway, I don't even know if that answered your question. No, but that's I think that's hard. great. I love the thermometer idea. I like that you created those resources to give 
to the people that you ask to help you. I think that the more we can contribute to our volunteers that we're asking to help us in the campaigns, the better off we're going to be. Because yeah. a lot of them, while they might do you know, social media for themselves, they might be emailing for themselves, they're not used to it on behalf of someone else. And so if you just yeah. give them what they need, I like, you know, and, and also give them freedom, right? Then yeah, oh yeah. I think that's an, an amazing plan. So yeah. um, can you like list off for our listeners, the activities that you did? I know you said just did social media. Did you do um, like, you know, you did peer to peer. So your board members helped you out. Yep. Um, did you, did you do email or um, an event or phone calls or texts or anything like that? Yeah. So it, because it's really just me doing that part, our other full-time staffer does our education and mm -hmm. outreach stuff. So she's, you know, fully doing that. So I was like, I would love to text everyone. My phone number is from California. So everyone <laughs> thinks that I'm in, I'm like from Google calling them. You know what I mean? Like they're all like Cupertino. No, thanks. I don't want this one. So, um, so it was more effective for me to do a newsletter and to really do, um, to, to pump up newsletters in general. So I knew that if I just did one newsletter for Como Gives that people would be like, okay, and they wouldn't necessarily click on it. So I really stepped up our newsletter game for the whole year, which has helped. Like, I think I, we started really concertedly looking at newsletters in September for last year to sort of pump people up and get people used to like what we're talking about and what things look like to know what they can expect from us, that kind of thing. And there's something about that familiarity that I think has helped. And our click rate is really good. And I mean, for, for any kind of newsletter that you send out is good. And um, the Como Gives one that we did went really far. And it was opened more than any of the other ones. That first one for Giving Tuesday. So that was like a huge, yeah, that was a huge help. And then when we did, I mean, you, you guys gave us a, a schedule of like when to send them out, you know, and that was really useful. So I just had them scheduled. I did them in advance. I mean, I have this wonderful person who helps me with them. Her name's Erin. Um, so mm -hmm. we, you know, we come up with those things together. Again, showing our little thermometer to people to see like, you know, to show people how we're doing. And then doing a specific ask of like, we need only this much more to reach this or, you know, $1,000 more will help one more student through our mentorship program, that kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. knowing some of those facts and figures really helps when you're talking to people about it. And then, so newsletters and then... Um, a couple of strategic emails to the people who I know give yearly. And I don't know actually if they, if they chose to do through Como gives or if they did their normal donations that they send in. Um, and that's fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's totally fine. So I think that it, what it does is really just help me kind of do a concerted ask that happens at that time, because things happen in the everyday where you get off your topic of like, okay, my job is to do this, this thing right now. And then you're like, hi, yes, Columbia Art League, can I help you? Okay, let me see if I can figure out who might be interested in buying that piece of art from you. That is not something that we do. Hold on, let me look at the number. And then you, you know, you search a number and then it's like three hours later and you sit back down and you're like, okay, what was I doing again? <laughs> like, you know, so I think there's, that is like, that is the daily life of someone who works in a nonprofit. So the most you can do, unfortunately, at night while you're sitting on your couch watching the Olympics or whatever, sometimes can set up the day for you <laughs> later and having those things scheduled and everything. It really does pay to go sit in a coffee shop and just bang that stuff out while you're listening to whatever music you need to do. 
um, because it'll help you so much later when you're going, ah, my hair's on fire, you know, because that's the everyday of an executive director. So I um, totally agree. And with Como Gibbs, especially it's because we were, it's, it's the end of the year. Like there's, there's (laughs) holidays and people are calling and they want to have all these sales meetings and they're like, yeah, cause I can have my website done by the end of the year. And I'm like, it, you do realize that's like three weeks from now, right? Like, yeah, like right, what? Exactly. No. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, but yeah. it's like a, a repeated conversation every year right, for us. Right. But we know we're going to have that. And so we have to really like insulate our, our activities by planning them in advance. And that yeah. helps me a lot. I use um, spreadsheets. Yeah. I use yeah. um, yes, Airtable. Yes. I use yeah. Google Calendar. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. It, like yeah. we started off with just like these huge Google Docs. Right. And then like once you hit like 70 pages, you've pretty much just created a monster. And right. you're like, well, I can't even find anything in here. You're like, anymore. I'm looking like, at searching and I don't know. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I should just like me, the web developer. I'm like, I should just put this in a website so I can yeah. search it. But <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, well, you can search it in Google Docs. It's just the same. Like the user interface isn't quite right. And I'm like, you're right. solving the wrong problem. So what I would say to that though, is that because we know we get busy, sometimes trial by fire is the best way to do something too. Like I for sure live in like the, if like your time management is an A, B, C, D, A is like, my hair's on fire. And D is like, I'm sleeping. You know, it's like, I would love to function in B or C, but I'm mostly an A, my hair's on fire. And then I'm a D sometimes too, you know, just like, I can't do anything. So <laughs> the first year of really being in charge of Como Gives, like it was a little bit like my hair's on fire. And then I quickly learned what worked and didn't work. And then I set myself up for success for the next year yes. and we did better. Right. So yeah. I, I took, I look at it now, I'm already starting to think like, what are we going to do for Como Gives? And it's July or whatever day it is. So um, month, July, you know, so I, that's how I'm feeling now is like, okay, right. Like not only talking to our board, we're going to be recruiting a lot of volunteers soon. And so this is going to be one of the things I talk about. Like if you want to volunteer just to be someone who like, says, you know, preaches a good word of the, of the Columbia Art League, like please do, you know, like if you love what we do and you feel comfortable talking to people about it, let us be the place where you bring them here for coffee, you know, like let us be the place where you do that kind of stuff because that goes so far. I mean, even if that is three more people or six more people, that means that we've reached those people. And that's even more important than, than the funding piece, right? It's like, so that people know who we are and what we do, like that is what we're really going after. So um, not to be too Pollyanna, like we want the funding, but I'm just saying like, like the funding is, is important for us to keep going, but our mission is to reach people. And so, and to talk to them about art and to have them be filled up with how, how good art makes your life, you know, like I think that that's the most important thing. So we just keep like honing in on our mission and like walking that path. And it really helps keep you like focused, I think. So with some dog and ponies in there sometimes. Yeah. So is there a thing that you did that you felt really worked like promotion wise that kind of like, so you said, you know, you did the emails, you did some personal asks, you did peer to peer, and then you had, um, the newsletters. Were there one of those things that you felt was like the biggest momentum builder for you in the campaign that you'd be like, if you do nothing else for your year and giving campaign, you should do this. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I think our peer-to-peers were the most successful for us. Um, and we had some really, really like for one of them, 
uh, one of our board members is, she makes a lot of beautiful stuff. She lives on a tiny farm and she also is a gallery director here in town. Can and I so see people, Like, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fairy's tale life, I know. right? She's, <laughs> wow. I mean, and she's like the smartest person in the entire world. So it's, she's like, she's got, she's a, you know, a 10, she's got everything. She's an 11. Um, but so she offered to do, to make sort of like gift baskets, like holiday gift baskets for people. And she sent it out to her people, which is the whole point of peer to peer, right? Is that you send it out to your people. And because she ha- doesn't do it very often, people went, went ape about it. They were just like, yes, okay. And they like, they it got to the point where she was like, can we, I might have to shut mine off. I'm not sure I can fulfill how many people have signed up for this. And I went, okay, yeah, I think we can do that. And we could, and that was wonderful. But it was sort of like, you know, that is kind of the power of the, the, if you pick the right people, it can really go far. Now, some people didn't contribute to other people's peer-to-peer, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't, you know, successful. I got them involved and they participated. And for me, that's a win. Like that also feels good. Um, so you can make a really simple peer-to-peer. It doesn't have to be super hard. Um, <clears throat> it just takes a little bit of that person who does it to push it out there to their people and and to say like, I believe in this cause, I'm doing this thing, you know, come over here and help a little bit. And that, I think that really goes a long way. And in this community for our institution, especially, which has been here for so long, I feel like that really helps. And people, people trust you when they're like, yeah, you know, the Columbia Art League. And they're like, oh my gosh, the Columbia Art League. Of course I took classes there when I was a kid, you know, or whatever. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So, um, so yeah, I think peer to peer was the most successful for us. Well, and especially if you're a volunteer-run organization, I feel like the peer-to-peer is an amazing asset because you don't have to do it all. Right, yeah. Um, Okay, so to wrap us up, any last piece of advice that you want to give people about running their year-end giving campaign? Um, yeah. Okay. So I have, I feel like I could talk about this forever. So you just give me the signal when it's time. Um, uh, yeah, (laughs) I, I don't think it has to feel hard. It will, it might feel hard. It it won't necessarily for everyone. It might feel overwhelming or hard. You don't have to do it all. So like may create and and the awesome people at Comagos are going to give you so many different ideas and, and so many different things that you can do but you don't have to do every single one of those things. Pick one or two that you think I could do this, you know, or, Oh, I have this idea for a cool Instagram post that I could make or a tutorial or a video or something, or, you know, videos of puppies or whatever that would, I think would get some traction and then lean into that and then just really push that out there and put a little money behind it on Facebook and, you know, do a little bit of extra stuff because that will pay back in the amount of people that click on your post that you have or whatever it is. So I don't think, I think my first year out, if I was doing newsletters and I was doing peer to peer and I was doing blah, 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 I think I would have felt like I can't do any of it. And I just would have gone into my little timetable of of D. I would have just been like, I can't do it all. But (laughs) instead, I think you can add as you go, you know, so just pick one thing that you really want to focus on your first year and be realistic and don't be sad if you don't make your goal because you brought in some, some money and some of funding that is really, really helpful, you know? And, and I think just looking at that as being a success is really, really important. So. That's great yeah. advice. Yeah. I love it. I would say like that. I mean, yes, I think that's awesome. <laughs> and I say the same thing, like for full year planning and marketing and that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm like, yep. 
and you get to pick two new things that you do this year, and you're going to do one in the first six months and one in the second six exactly. months, and that's all you get. No yeah. more, and because people always want to do all the things. All yeah. The okay, so you tell like, you just burn out. You're just like yes. I, like, I don't even know where to start. I never got anything finished. Yeah. Yep. So tell people where they could um, learn more about the Columbia Art League. Yeah, so um, we are located, if you're local, we're located on 9th Street downtown um, between Shakespeare's and the Missouri Theater. And there's, we, that's where our galleries and our classrooms and all that kind of stuff. And we are open so you can come in and see whatever we've got on the walls. Um, and then you could also go to the ColumbiaArtLeague.org is our website. And it is a beast with a lot of information. So definitely check it out. You can see what are, what's hanging in all of our gallery spaces, see what classes we have to offer. Um, see the people that we, you know, do outreach with, which is what we use all of our Como Gives funding for is all of our outreach programs. So, um, so teens who are, who want to get better at being artists, veterans who want to get back into art or want to use it for healing purposes. And, um, and of course our folks at Woodhaven who are adults with, uh, uh, disabilities who really just get into like the tactile awesomeness of making art. So those are the folks we work with the most. Well, thank you so much for all that you do. Yeah. And to all my Como Gibsers out there, I hope that you guys got some great inspiration from hearing Kelsey's experiences. And to my um, my non-Como Gibsers out there who are thinking about your year-end giving, um, you can join the Como Gibbs friends in their year-end giving training at our um, at our workshop. So you can come check that out and we'll gladly invite you in because the more the merrier, right? It'll be exactly, awesome. exactly. I love learning, especially from like people in other regions and like how their universe unfolds and the way that they think about stuff. It's just yeah, magical. Okay, and so I, go ahead. The sorry. person who you brought in for, um, for Giving Tuesday, who she, I think she works with Giving Tuesday, yeah. like the national, she was like transformative. She was so yeah. great and amazing. So I really, you really find high quality people to come in and talk, which has been so helpful. So thank and you. And you can hear her stuff for free, actually. It's out there on my interwebs. Um, and it's in our um, nonprofit marketing with purpose podcast from last year. I can't put hers as part of like the full training package because mm -hmm. it was a free like donated thing. So I get yeah. to give it to everyone and it's Yay. really awesome. So you can listen to her and she's really amazing. Okay. So thank you everybody. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.